Hello, hello. I wanted to take a few minutes today to talk about some things that we might want to pay a little more attention to. Um, I have been doing a ton of research, and as such, I've watched all kinds of videos. All, I've read all kinds of books. I've read all kinds of uh, publications on the Internet. Um, I've been in the, uh, the sovereign citizen movement. You know, I, I've tr I'm essentially trying to figure out what's true and what's not. And I wanted to, before we get too deep into this, and I, I kind of alluded to it in the previous podcast, but I wanted to get in a little bit more depth in this conversation. I want to kind of talk about some things that you need to to ask or to think when you're going through this information. And, and it's something that very few people actually spend very much time on. And that is critical thinking. And, and it plays a bigger role in this than you could ever imagine. It, it's something that is detrimental in today's society that you have a good dose of critical thinking, logical thinking, uh, you know, being able to read something and think about, does this make any sense? And so today I wanted to go through some examples to kind of just have you think about uh, things when you, when you see them or when you read them, do they, do they really make sense? So one of the things that happens in the sovereign citizen movement is uh, and I'll just throw the biggest one that just jumps in your face as soon as you go to one of their websites is that they have a flag that sits there and you know has vertical stripes on it instead of the horizontal that we know and they claim that that was our original flag and that our flag that we fly is actually a military flag and da 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 da, da. and I will leave open the possibility that maybe this is true it may maybe they're actually onto something, but here's some of the things that you have to ask when you hear things like that. One is, do they have any evidence whatsoever that they're putting forward to prove their case? Now, in the case of the flag, they have a quote from a fictional book that describes this flag, and then they have a single picture that with no description as to what the heck they're doing or who it is or when it was taken or anything else that has somebody holding a similar flag. And so they, the, the two of those things, that's what they use, but they completely ignore the fact of all the drawings and all of the paintings and all of the other stuff that we have all throughout history that have the flag that we fly in the picture. Um, so you kind of have to back up and say, look, the, you have no proof of this. There's legislation talking about making the flag, but none of it describes vertical stripes. There are no pictures. There's no evidence. There's nothing to back up this claim. So maybe this claim is not really true. Now, is it true? Uh, maybe. Maybe there's some evidence that's hiding out there that nobody's come up with, but I don't see it. I, I don't, I've never seen it. And so you just kind of have to mark that one off. So that was kind of an obvious example, but let's go a little bit deeper. One of the next things that the sovereign citizens like to say is that you can go print up your own passport. You don't need the passport from the federal government. You can do your own passport. You don't have to have a passport to travel. You can, you know, use your birth certificate and whatever, or you just make up one or we'll make one up for you. 
And here's a, here's a question. Do you really believe that any country on this planet is going to allow you to enter their country with a handwritten note saying that you're a citizen of Georgia or a citizen of Florida and they're going to let you come in and that's all the evidence that you have? Even if you've printed up and put your picture on it and made it look really cool, do you really think that they're going to let you in that country without any documentation? Because I need you to think about something. That would insinuate that any terrorist anywhere in the world could just go make up their own ID and go anywhere they wanted. Because if you don't have any proof of who you are or where you came from, that country is not going to let you in. So making up your own passport, probably not a very good idea. So what's the next thing? Well, then there's a whole group of people that tell you to go fill out the passport form and fill it out a certain way and you're notifying the federal government, the, the United States, that you don't want to be a citizen of the United States. You want to be a state citizen. And by filling out this paperwork in a certain way, that notifies them. And, and, and to be honest, in, when you fill it out, they tell you to check the boxes that say you're not a United States citizen, that you're a state national or you're other or whatever. But here's a problem that form doesn't have any such boxes on it. The only boxes that it has related to states or to citizenship are for your mother and father and your wife, if you have one. So there are no indications on there for you to signal that you are wanting to be a state citizen. And here's the other funny thing is that when they get their passport back and they claim that they have this, you know, the police have a do not detain order whenever they get this passport back and da 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 Well, first off, they don't have any police officer that's ever told them that. And all you've got to do is jump on YouTube and look, and you'll see plenty of videos out there where police are harassing the shit out of these people. And yes, a lot of them do get let go, but do they get let go because they succeeded or do they get let go because the cops were like, man, this guy's insane and it's not worth my time. That's a question. That's something you should ask. So I don't believe that the passport, any way you fill the passport out, that it's going to get you anything but a United States of America passport. I don't think that there's anything on their back end that says anything special about you because you put parentheses around your zip code when you filled out the passport form. So that would be something else that you need to consider. Now, here's your other problem. When you are participating in society, you're driving down the road, you're, you've got a bank account, you've got cash in your pocket, you filled up at the local gas station, you got a credit card. If you have any of these things, then you've contracted with these people to participate in their system. So how do you think you're going to get out of their system by filling out some piece of paper that, that says that I'm not a citizen other than actually filling out a piece of paper that says I no longer want to be a United States citizen? They have those documents. You can file them. You can file a document saying you don't want to be a, a citizen of the United States any longer. That would be something that you might be able to get behind because maybe it makes sense. Maybe that's what we need to be doing. I don't know. I'm not suggesting that we go do that, but that's an alternative that actually makes sense. But all the rest of it doesn't make a lot of sense. 
Now, for you sovereign citizens that want to go fight with the police officers, I, I have a question for you as well. When you go out and you start arguing with a police officer, we already know a few things about this police officer. And, I, and there are exceptions, but on the majority, this is going to be the case. Number one, they've gone through a boot camp. They have been taught and brainwashed into believing that they are to follow whatever order they're given. If you do not believe me in this, look at all the police officers that enforced mask mandates that were completely and utterly unconstitutional and illegal. <clears throat> and yet, all the police officers supported them. So that's kind of proven. They're brainwashed. They're also sheep. You're not going to be a police officer if you're not a sheep. You're not going to be in the military unless you're a sheep because you have got to follow orders. You have got to have a commanding officer to tell you what to think because you do not have the ability to think on your own. Again, there are exceptions. So if you're a police officer and you're not a sheep or you don't think you're a sheep, awesome. We need you. However, the vast majority of them do not fit that bill. So when you're pulled over by a police officer and you want to fight with him, it's perfectly okay to make him follow the law or to make him follow, not the law, but make him follow his rules, his statutes and his code sections. It's perfectly okay to, to force him to do that. But I would argue that a better course of action would be to ask questions, ask him question after question about what gives him the right to do this or where's the law to do that or whatever it is that you want to do or probably better just don't say anything at all just tell him you plead the fifth it, those are better tactics than jumping out of your car and shooting at police officers one is likely to get you killed two is likely to kill a sheep and again they don't, they're, they're just doing their job. They don't understand what it is that they're doing. They don't even understand who they're working for. So getting in a fight with the sheep is not going to get you any closer to the wolf. All it's going to do is get you killed before you even get in the fight. So sovereign citizens, I will, I'll tell you, they have the information they are being misled because one of their primary people that are pushing the movement right now, I think, is a little bit unhinged. Um, and I think that, that she thinks that she's got a lot more information than she actually has proof of. And she definitely spouts a lot of information as if it is fact when she has not a shred of evidence to support it. But you don't want to get out there and start ha having physical battles with people because you're fighting the wrong people. If you don't understand who you're fighting or what you're fighting, fighting the peons on the front line, it isn't going to help you. It's not going to help the movement. And in fact, if you really want to get down to it, you're hurting the entire situation. Because by you going out and shooting and killing a police officer in order to defend your right, you just trespassed against another man. So you yourself just violated your own constitutional law, your own common law, by getting in that fight with the police officer. Even if you don't kill them, even if you beat them up, or even if you just get in an altercation with them, you have just violated the Constitution by doing that. You violated your common law rights. So now you're in 
a mode of trespass. So having it on both sides doesn't make either one of them right. So, and, and then deeper than that is the fact that by you doing this, you have now given the government the ability to label every single person that's involved in the sovereign citizen movement a terrorist, all because five or six of you are too stupid, and you're all, most of you are already dead anyway, but you're too stupid to be able to see that you're, you're fighting the wrong people. And we need to educate ourselves on the fact that the physical fighting, when you pull your weapons out, it's because you have no other choice. You have exhausted all means. And again, you don't need to pull your weapons out. If we pull our weapons out, it needs to be as the militia of the, of the state of Georgia. It doesn't need to be Glenn Hancock pulling out his, his weapons because at that point, I'm just going to end up dead. And sure, I may take a few of them with me, but I'm not going to do anything to stop their power, you know, the, the power over all of the people. I'm actually going to enforce it. I'm going to show the people, the almost show all the sheep that they need those police officers. They need that government in order to accomplish, you know, what what they are to live their lives. So you think you're fighting the system, but what you're actually doing is making the system stronger. And and so we have got to educate each other on all of these facts so that when we do go into battle, it's a legal battle. And when we go into that legal battle, we're not, we're not standing alone and we have a whole lot of research backing us up. We don't go in half cocked. Don't go to court thinking that you're going to stand up in court and say, you have no civil or you, you have no jurisdiction over me, but you don't have the ability to articulate what exactly that means. You don't have the ability to articulate what court you're in, what kinds of courts there are, what kind of judge you've got in front of you. You, you have no way to articulate any of this. And so what you end up doing is looking like a fool, the fool that you actually are, trying to defend yourself in a situation that you've got no idea what the rules are. So before we go into a battle to start fighting a, a, you know, this, this war with the system, we need to first learn the rules of the system. We need to stop, take a breath, have a yoga moment, get with Buddha, back up, take it, and learn. Learn what the rules are, and then when you have every single piece of data that is going to get you to the point that you want to get to, then you take that to battle. But you don't get into battle when you already know that you're going to lose. You already know deep down inside that you're on the wrong side. You're on the right side of truth. You're on the wrong side of the battle. You're not going to fight 50 police officers by yourself when they've all been highly trained to kill you and again, you may take a few of them with you, but you're giving them the armament that they need to get more police officers and more guns and more power over all of the other citizens that are left once you're dead. So we need to really, really, really think about, and this goes to the military and the police, all of them. There's, there's very few people in the military that, that are going to help you. 
They're not there to help you. They're not there. The police are not there to help you. They're not here to protect and serve. They are here to enforce the, the statutes and codes that the United States government has laid out and that the states have all adopted. So you're literally fighting something that, yes, it is illegal. Yes, it is immoral. Yes to everything that you think it is. But that you can't just say that because it's immoral, I'm not going to follow it. You've got to, we've got to find a way around it legally to put a stop to it, to get our government back in the position that's supposed to be protecting our rights and not giving us our rights. And, and once we get to that point, then we're ready for battle. But until then, all you're doing is giving them the armament that they need to be able to put us all down.